Welcome back to Release the Podcast. I am glad you're with me today. Today is a little different. I don't have a guest on. It's just me and my thoughts, and so it's going to be short and sweet. What provoked this podcast are just the thoughts and the events that have been happening in my life recently. Life is crazy. It's tough. And I've actually had some friends I've talked to that have stepped away from the church. Now, I'm not here to judge my friend. I'm not here to judge anybody that's on a faith journey or crisis because I know a lot of the listeners of this podcast are going through that exact same thing, and that's totally fine. We're all down here trying to learn, and hopefully we can help each other out along the way, and hopefully some of the thoughts I share can provide some insight or some inspiration or connect with you. What I first wanted to share with you is a poem by Dr. D. Groberg. It's called The Race. Whenever I start to hang my head in front of a failure's face, my downward fall is broken by the memory of a race. A children's race, young boys, young men. Oh, how I remember well. Excitement, sure, but also fear. It wasn't hard to tell. They all lined up so full of hope, each thought to win the race. Or tie for first, or if not that, at least take second place. Their parents watched from off the side, each cheering for their son and each boy hoped to show his folks that he would be the one. The whistle blew and off they flew like chariots of fire. To win, to be the hero there was each young boy's desire. One boy in particular, whose dad was in the crowd, was running in the lead and thought my dad would be so proud. But as he speeded down the field and crossed a shallow dip, the little boy who thought he'd win lost his step and slipped. Trying hard to catch himself, his arms flew every place, and amidst the laughter of the crowd, he fell flat on his face. And as he fell, his hopes fell too. He couldn't win it now. Humiliated, he just wished to disappear somehow. But as he fell, his dad stood up and showed his anxious face, which to the boy so clearly said, get up and win the race. He quickly rose, no damage done behind a bit, that's all, and ran with all his mind and might to make up for his fall. So anxious to restore himself, to catch up and to win, His mind went faster than his legs, he slipped and fell again. He wished that he had quit before, with only one disgrace. I'm hopeless as a runner now, I shouldn't try to race. But through the laughter of the crowd, he searched and found his father's face. With a steady look that said again, get up and win the race. So he jumped up to try again, ten yards behind the last. If I'm to gain those yards, he thought, I've got to run real fast. Exceeding everything he had, he regained eight and then ten. But trying hard to catch the lead, he slipped and fell again. Defeat. He lay there silently. A tear dropped from his eye. No sense running anymore. Strike three. I'm out. Why try? I lost, he thought. So what's the use? I'll live with my disgrace. But then he thought about his dad who soon he would have to face. Get up, an echo sounded low. You haven't lost it all. For all you have to do to win is rise each time you fall. Get up, the echo urged him on. Get up and take your place. You were not meant for failure here. Get up and win the race. So up he rose to run once more, refusing to forfeit. And he resolved that win or lose, at least he wouldn't quit. So far behind the others now, the most he'd ever been. Still he gave it all he had and ran like he could win. 
Three times he'd fallen stumbling. Three times he rose again. Too far behind to hope to win, he still ran to the end. They cheered another boy who crossed the line and won first place. Head high and proud and happy. No falling, no disgrace. But when the fallen youngster crossed the line in last place, the crowd gave him a greater cheer for finishing the race. And even though he came in last with head bowed low, unproud, you would have thought he'd won the race to listen to the crowd. And to his dad, he sadly said, I didn't do so well. To me, you won, his father said. You rose each time you fell. And now when things seem dark and bleak and difficult to face, the memory of that little boy helps me in my own race. For all of life is like that race with ups and downs and all. And all we have to do to win is rise each time we fall. And when depression and despair shout loudly in my face, another voice within me says, get up and win the race. I've had, I've had so many times where I've fallen over and over on the same track, on the same loop, and I, I scrape up my knee, I muddy up my clothes, and I feel like an idiot. And the fact that there's an audience there watching us as we're so stupid and seeing how dumb and terrible we are, but you have to be terrible before you're good. So be good and embrace the fact that you're an idiot because it's not going to last forever. It's not going to last that long. And it makes the best stories, makes the best jokes and the best character. But how do we do that? How do we get up and build the courage to run again? And while people are laughing at you, and I don't know about you, but when I was a kid, if an adult laughed at me or scolded me in any way, I was completely immobilized. I was so ashamed and petrified of fear and whatnot that if people saw me the wrong way, it would make me just go into my shell and never try again. So how do we get that courage? Honestly, credit belongs to the other hero in this story for lending a little courage and belief that he could get up and he could win the race. We all need this kid's dad to be on our team. Another dad could have turned away, cussed, thrown his hat, maybe even walked away from his son in disappointment. Another dad might have ran to his son, picked him up, kissed his knee, and then said, hey sport, you did your best. You don't need to finish, let's go get some ice cream. Who's on your team? Because when you fall, and you're going to fall, how do they see you? Is it with disappointment and judgment? Is it with patronizing acceptance and coddling? Or do you have someone that knows you're stupid and flawed and is probably going to fail them, but loves you all the same? Loves you enough to not accept your weakness, but encourages you and even demands more of you. Because you can be so much more than what you are right now. I want him on my team. The one that says, get up and win the race. To me, that is so much more empowering than any kind of shame, any kind of coddling, 
could ever be because they see you for who you really are and tell you and challenge you to be that. And you can ask yourself, what kind of a teammate are you to others? I am so grateful for this second season and for you guys coming back and listening to it every week and sharing it. I've had so many amazing experiences um, doing this podcast and talking to the people I've been able to talk to to help them share their stories. Again, I am grateful. If you're, if you're wanting to be part of this project, reach out. Um, DM me on Instagram. Um, if you want to share your story, there's a way to do that. Um, you can go to the link in my Instagram bio and go to released story submission. You can submit a 500-word story that can either be read out loud by me, um, read out loud in an anonymous by, way by me, so there's two ways, or you can come on as a guest. I'm so excited for the continuation of this and to hear more of your stories. Remember, God is good and he's planned on your success. And though you've been released from your mission, you've not been released from your ministry.